Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating the life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome to episode 58 of the Your Virtual Upline podcast. This is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. Well, today, guys, we are going to be talking about probably my favorite subject or one of my favorite subjects, prospecting on social media. And I'm going to be sharing with you today my three golden rules that if you can implement these and follow them, I guarantee you, you will be more successful and create better results when it comes to prospecting on things like Facebook and social media. You know, and I'm really passionate about this area and this topic because, you know, I truly believe, and I've said this before, social media is at the same time. It's the best and the worst thing that's ever happened to network marketing. It's the best thing if it's used the right way, but it's the worst thing if it's not. And I think what I see happening so often is people are being taught and they're using strategies that maybe they worked three, four, five years ago, but they certainly don't work today. And and social media is really, it perpetuates the negative, people's negative perception of network marketers more than anything else. And I think that, you know, here's, and let this be my public service announcement, we need to be better. We have a responsibility to be better in this area, to learn what's working today, and to implement these strategies in our business so that we can elevate the profession, but also have Facebook and social media become the the most powerful tool we have to attract high-quality, A-player type people that we can recruit into our business. And today... I'm going to share with you three of the most common mistakes, but talk about the three golden rules of how you can be better and do better. Make sure you stick around to the end of the episode. I'm going to announce this week's winner. As each week, what I do is, you know, for those of you that take the time to leave a review on the show, if you just go into iTunes and you search and you click reviews, you can leave a review. But each week, I select one person that left a review for the week and I give away a prize and we've got a really special gift. So stick around to the end of the show. I'll let you know who the winner is this week. And I'm going to turn it over to a recording that I did from Facebook actually this morning on a video on this subject that I know you're going to get a ton of value out of. So here's the recording and I'll be back when it's done. Hey, Bob Heilig here. And today I'm going to share with you three reasons why you are not successful prospecting on social media. So if you would like to improve in the area of prospecting on things like Facebook, this is going to be an incredibly important message for video for you today, because I'm going to share with you three things that you absolutely need to make sure that you are not doing. So Hopefully, you'll get some value out of the message today. Hey, Kim, thanks for being here. Appreciate you guys checking in every Monday through Friday morning, at least most days at 8 a.m. Definitely appreciate you joining here. So so let's do this. Let's get right into it because this is a subject I know that is people want to hear about, and it's always a popular one. 
I'm going to give you, I put together three reasons what I believe to be, they're my top three. Maybe yours are a little bit different, but these are what I believe to be the three biggest reasons why people struggle in the area of prospecting on social media. And these are things that you definitely want to make sure you're avoiding. If it's something that you're doing currently, you want to do everything in your power to stop because, you know, social media really can be the most powerful tool that you have in your arsenal when it comes to prospecting and finding recruits and customers for your business if it's used the right way. So let's get into it. Here's reason number one. And I really believe this is more of a philosophical issue for people. And I also believe that this really, this philosophy that I'm going to share with you right now is much bigger than just social media. But here's what it is. When you approach social things like Facebook, you are only looking to take and not give. See, you've got it reversed. You are trying to see what you can get out of social before you approach it from the mindset of service and giving. And I will tell you, this is the biggest mistake that people make. See, if your attitude when it comes to Facebook is that, you know, I don't want to do videos, I don't want to ever post, I don't want to really add value to other people's lives, I don't want to come from a place of service and giving. See, because that's the thing about social media. There's never been a more powerful tool when it comes to amplifying and expanding the reach of you being someone that can make a difference in someone else's life. You know, and if you're not creating videos, if you're not sharing content that can help and enrich other people's lives, you're being incredibly selfish. And if, you, if you're only going to Facebook to see, hey, let me see who I can recruit today. Let me see what customer I can get. And you're only looking to get, you're not going to be very successful. See, I want you to start to view social media like this. I want you to view Facebook as a bank account. And I want you to understand that every time you give, Every time you create a video where you're just looking to educate and inspire and entertain others, and you're not asking for anything in return, you're making a deposit into that account. Every time you reach out to someone that you know and just want to say, hey, I was thinking about you, wanted to see how you are. Hey, I see the vacation that you went on. Maybe you leave a comment on someone's post. You're not trying to recruit them. You're just trying to interact and engage and enrich and develop relationships. That's a deposit in the account. Every time you share a quote, anything, you're making deposits, deposits. Now, when you want to go make a withdrawal, say, hey, maybe you might be interested. Would you be open to my business? Would you be open to trying my products? If you're consistently giving first and that bank account is full, you will never have a problem making withdrawals. Social will become a tremendous asset for you. So if you're only approaching from the perspective of getting, you need to change your philosophy. You need to make your goal giving first. And, you know, that's that's right. That's Khalid said it right. That's that jab, 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 right hook mentality where you're leading with value. That's number one. You have to approach social with give first before you take. Number two, I've given so many public service announcements on this. The second reason why people struggle on social media when it comes to prospecting is their initial messages to prospects, right? And this, once again, this is from the take mentality. They use what I call the copy and paste prospecting method. 
where all they're doing is they're taking these basic sales pitches, right, where they're copying and putting someone else's name in there and then shooting it out. And that's what they're being taught by their upline, and it's killing their business. They're sending the same message out to hundreds of people, and no wonder nobody is actually responding because here's what we have to understand. And even if you're not actually copy and pasting, but in that initial message, you are actually making some sort of a presentation or an offer for your business products or services, you're doing it wrong. See, we have to approach messaging on social media in a more conversational way. And that first message, if that's you making your pitch for whatever you have, you're going to turn people off. See, I want you to imagine, what if you were in an actual conversation with someone? Like, what if I ran into you in the supermarket, we hadn't seen each other in six months, and the first thing out of your mouth is, hey, great to see you. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you saw the new business I'm in, but maybe you might want to join my team. If that was the first thing you said to me in a conversation, I would be so turned off by you, there would be no way I'm going to join your team. Matter of fact, if we weren't face-to-face -face, and if I didn't really know you, I'd probably want to turn around and run away from you. So you have to stop. Let me share with you the thing that to this day still drives me crazy. Do not ever, let me be really clear, don't ever send a link in an initial message to a prospect. You want to know the quickest way to show someone that you really don't care about them and you are unprofessional? Send a link to something you're promoting in the first message. You might as well not even send the message. I'm going to tell you what I do because I get mess. I get these messages all the time. Somebody sends me these long ass messages, right? You know, you get them. You got to scroll up your phone just to read them. Here's the first thing I do. And this is the first thing you do. And this is the first thing your prospects do. I get these long ass messages and I, first thing I do, I scroll right to the bottom. And if there's a link at the bottom promoting something, I don't even take the time to read the message. That's it. I'm done. On to the next thing. Because my, my mindset is that if you don't care enough about me to at least engage me and personalize that message to me, to, to decide, am I even a prospect for what you have before you offer it to me, then you don't deserve my time to respond. That's my attitude. And that's your prospect's attitude. So listen, including your link in the very first message is spam. That's what it is. It is spam. So you need to stop doing that. You listen, we need to be better. We need to be more professional. We need to be trying to give. We need to be engaging, make it more conversational. Look, you don't have to go back and forth for 10 minutes of like meaningless conversation. Like if I, if I don't know you really well, I'm not going to start asking you, like, listen, we've all been in these conversations where somebody messages us. We don't really know them that well. And before you know it, they're like, so how do you like living in Philadelphia? I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. Right. What are we doing here? No, right. You don't want to be that person. But here's what you also don't want to be. You don't want to turn people off from the first message. So you got to find a balance. Right. Go back and forth. Hey, Rick, been a long time, man. How have you been? Look, here's the beauty of if you give first, if you're doing videos 
and people are engaging with you, how hard is it to say, hey, Rick, thanks for liking my video today, man. How you been? Now I'm in a conversation. Well, you know what? After a couple of messages, I've got to bring up what I want to talk about. So I'm going to just be straight up and I'm going to say, Rick, listen, man, this may or may not be for you, but you know, I've, I've been thinking about you. Would you be open to taking a look at what I'm doing? Do you know anyone? How hard is it to do that? Right. But you've got to understand there's a balance there. So number one is you got to look to give before you take. Number two is you got to be better when you're messaging. Stop sending links. And here's the third one. The third reason why you're not succeeding on social media when it comes to prospecting is you are relying too heavily on social media. You're only trying to build online and you're never taking people offline for live interactions. Listen, Facebook is amazing. It has revolutionized the profession of network marketing, but if all you're trying to do is hide behind your computer and you're never willing to get on the phone with somebody and you're not willing to get, you know, even if even if you're in a company where we're like, we don't do meetings, like we don't do home meetings, we're not getting like physically face-to-face, -face, you have to get digitally face-to-face. -face. You gotta get on a Zoom, you gotta get on a Skype, you gotta get on a FaceTime. You've got to create live interactions with people. If you really wanna build like super solid relationships and sometimes you got to switch up your approach look if I message you five times on Facebook and you don't answer and I know you saw it I see the little check mark you can't hide anymore I'm like I know you're seeing my messages guess what I'm not going to do I'm not going to message you a sixth time like an idiot like like a desperate beggar but you know what I might do I might shoot you a text and be like yo dude um What's up? You're not responding to my Facebook messages. I might call you, right? Like switch it up. Don't rely too much on Facebook. My goal is high tech, high touch. Connect with people online and get them offline for a live interaction as soon as possible. Phone call, Skype, physical meeting, whatever. You need to be able to do that. So those are to me, those are my three biggest reasons why I see people struggling in the area of prospecting on social media. So let's do this. We've got a lot of people on. Let's open it up for some questions. So let's take a couple of questions here in the area of prospecting on social media. And let me see if I can help add some value to you guys. So whether it's here on Facebook or down here on Periscope, let's, let's take maybe one or two questions and see if we can add to the value of this discussion. So if you have a question, Go ahead, shoot, and if you're just kind of hanging here, guys, if you got any value out of this message today, you need to go check out, make sure you go check out my podcast called the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. You can search for it on iTunes or Google Play, or if you go to my website, bobheilig.com, you can listen to it free right there, but the Your Virtual Upline Podcast is definitely something you want to check out. So Jennifer says, what if you don't have their number? Well, Jennifer, if you don't have their number, then you can't really do anything. So I'm only referring to switching up your approach with people that you actually do have a way to contact them otherwise. So Candy says, how many interactions and messages back and forth do you do before bringing up your business? Great question. Candy, there, there's not like a specific answer to that because I don't know how the flow of the conversation will go, but here's in my mind, here's what I'm looking to do. I'm looking to ask them, hey, what's new with you, right? What's going on in your world? Knowing that after a couple of messages happen with them telling me, gonna ask me, 
what's up with you? Most people will do that if they're normal and they know how to have a conversation. So when they say, hey, what's up with you? That's when you bring up your business. Or if it's somebody that is a really strong prospect, maybe this is the approach. Maybe the approach is, hey, let's hop on the call. Let's hop on the phone and catch up with one another. Because if I'm in a live conversation, I'm going to be much more effective at feeling them out and seeing maybe if they're interested, because I know I have an active, engaged audience. But I would say, you know, probably three, four messages, and then I'm bringing it up at least to see if that's going to work. So hopefully that helped. Allison said, is it weird to ask a stranger who's an interested prospect to a phone call? Absolutely not, Allison. Listen, one of my number one sources of recruiting was LinkedIn in my network marketing career. And I used to prospect high quality people on LinkedIn. And I would literally, when I was really cranking and humming, I would be on the phone two to three times per day with prospects on LinkedIn that I had never met, I had never spoken to, other than sending a couple of messages to see if they would be open. And I would crush two to three of those calls a day. Now, in the beginning, they were really, really difficult to do. I stumbled all over my words. I was so nervous. I'm like, oh my God, am I gonna actually get on the phone with somebody I've never talked to before? They're already successful. But I got over that pretty quickly when I realized these are just people like me. Some of them are gonna be interested. Some of them are not gonna be interested. Some of them are gonna be negative. Some of them are gonna be like, I got on the phone and it's like my best. It's like, oh my God, like I can't believe how much I clicked with this person. It's all part of the deal. So you gotta be able to get over that fear, taking that next step, and understand that might be the thing that you might need to do in order to make this thing work for you. Okay, cool. So let's take one more here. So Lauren says, what about sharing your opportunity? I'm guessing you meant live your personal wall in combination with a training or tutorial. Well, Lauren, he here's the thing is I'm not against you creating content on your Facebook profile that's company specific. I just don't want it to be a big percentage of what you do. So like, let's say over the course of a couple of weeks, if you do 10 videos, I don't want any more than two of those videos, maybe three max to be about your company. Because if you're creating too much of that promotional type of content, people are gonna tune out. They're not gonna pay attention anymore. So if you wanna drop that in every once in a while and say, hey guys, you know, if you're interested, I'm doing this. If not, no big deal. I'm fine with that. You know, it can't, it just, you can't have it be the majority of what you're doing. So let's take one more. Okay, last one I want to do is from Tracy. So Tracy says, how do you reach out to those people you haven't talked to for years and not come off as wanting something? Well, so Tracy here, this is a great question. Here's the real issue. Let me, let me address, there's two things. Number one, the real issue in this scenario is, is fear. That's what it is. It's, it's fear. The only reason why you would not reach out to someone is you're afraid. You're afraid of what are they going to think of you for reaching out. You haven't talked to them in years. They're going to, they're afraid. You're afraid of what if they say no. So fear is the thing that's holding you back. Just get that up front. But I would argue it this way. See, it all depends on, see, there's something called a creative interpretation. Six, the only difference between successful people and failures successful people creatively interpret situations in a way that empowers them to take action. 
failures create what are called red lights. Now, a red light is when you creatively, so look, Tracy, let's say I haven't talked to you in years. Here's what a red light interpretation is. I can't reach out to Tracy. Like I haven't spoken to her in years. What is she going to think of me to contact her? And, oh, is this all you want? Is it right? I, I can't call. That's a red light. That's what failures do. Here's what successful people do. They create, they tell themselves a different story because that's all you're doing is you're making up a story. Successful people say this, oh my God, you know, I haven't reached out to Tracy, but you know what? She hasn't reached out to me either. So she probably feels as bad as I do about this. And you know what? She's probably working in a job right now where she's begging for some excitement and some something that she can be passionate about in her life. So, you know, I almost have an obligation. I got to reach out to her. I'd love to reconnect with her and, and be able to work with her and, 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 and offer her something that can help her. See, that's empowering yourself. Look, Tracy, it's only an issue. Here's the only time it's an issue. Like if I reach out to you and I say, hey, Tracy, listen, it's been too long. I know we need to catch up. But, you know, I've been thinking about you. I, you know, I'm involved in a business. I, I don't, it may or may not be for you, but I'd love to share it with you. I always really looked up to you and, and your drive and your ambition. Would you be open? If I said that to you and you got offended, then guess what? I probably don't want you in my life anyway. Like if someone's going to get offended because I say, hey, I thought about you. I've always admired you. I compliment you and say, look, it may or may not be for you. I just had to reach out, right? That's not going to offend people. Here's what is the real issue. If I reach out to you, you say no, and you never hear from me again. That's the real problem. That's the philosophy of only looking to take and not give. See, if I reach out to you and I reestablish contact and you say no, and I say, hey, no big deal. So, hey, what's going on in your life? And now I move into rapport building process. And I look at the no, not as the ending, but the beginning of the process. See, that's the mindset you got to have. But you have to be able to get over that fear, what we're talking about. In my experience, some of my easiest recruits were people that I hadn't talked to in years. Because just by the simple fact that I'm reaching out to them, they knew it must have been important because they hadn't heard from me in a while. And those very same people that I was like, oh, my God, what are they going to think of me? What I used to see more than not is they would say, hey, thanks for thinking of me. You know, that, that actually makes me feel good that you would think of me for this opportunity. That's what I would see more often. So you got to be able to get over your fear. You got to understand that if you do it the right way, if you're professional, Right. If you use the right language and the right approach, you're, you're not going to offend the right people. But look, at the end of the day, you're never going to know in unless you at least reach out. If I reach out to you, you tell me no, but I reconnect with you. And now I've got your attention. I planted a seed with you. Here's what happens. You start noticing my videos more often. You start paying more attention. I start building a relationship with you. And that seed that I planted starts to grow. And it might not be the right time for you today, but 60 days from now, maybe something changes in your life. And because I reached out to you and said, hey, here's what I'm doing. If you're ever interested, let me know. I've opened the door so that when the timing is right, you know the person that you're going to call. Some other random person's not going to swoop in and say, hey, here's my business. And they're going to join that person's company because they don't even know you're doing something. That's the value of reaching out. So that's my two cents on prospecting on social media. 
I hope you guys got a lot of value out of the message today. Hey, do me a favor, share this broadcast with anybody that you think it could help. Tag them in the comments. Let me know, hey, what was your biggest takeaway? I'd love to hear from you. Leave a comment. I'm always responding. If you have any additional questions, just leave it in the comments over here on Facebook. And for more great free training on social media like this, make sure you go check out my podcast, the Your Virtual Upline podcast. You can get it on iTunes, Google Play, or you can go to my website and you can get it there. I've got a bunch of episodes on Facebook, social media, live video that can help you uh, continue your learning in this topic. So thanks for being here, guys. Love you. Appreciate you. Thanks for all the shares. And uh, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Take care. Well, there you have it, guys. The three golden rules of prospecting on social media. And I forgot you got a little bonus at the end there with a little Q&A. So hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. Hope I've shared some things with you that can change your perspective and maybe give you some different strategies. And like I said, we can be better, elevate the profession and really, really leverage the power of social media. So Today's winner, this week's winner, like I mentioned earlier, each week, those of you that take the time to leave a review for the show, which is incredibly important because the more reviews we get, the more visibility that we get, so more people find out about the podcast. But in any event, this week's winner is Denmark 34, Denmark 34. And the prize this week is, drumroll please, my LinkedIn prospecting blueprint course. So if uh, Denmark 34, if you have the LinkedIn course already, we'll offer you an alternative option. But if you don't, you're in for a treat because this course, I mean, it is really kind of the crown jewel I consider of what I've created in terms of courses. Got a strategy in there that I use to recruit 20 people in one month. So I know you're going to love it. Thank special thanks to all of you that did take a time to leave a review. And, uh, you know, I ask that if you have a couple of minutes that you do that this week, I'll select another winner and we'll have a special gift that we'll give away next week as well. So as always, thanks so much for being here, guys. Appreciate you supporting the show. Appreciate your time. Hope you got a ton of value out of this episode and I'll see you real soon on the next one. Take care. 